Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night and Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. My name is Cortland, and with me today is Three Fingers McGee, Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing three fingers good. Awesome. How's it like living life with just three fingers? It's all right. That's good. I- I'm 30% effective at things. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not going to laugh at you because there's probably bunches of people out there with just three fingers. Like Our three-fingered audience is huge. Yeah. So how are you doing today, Brandon? I'm doing 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 well. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Australia summer's yeah. in full effect, isn't it? Oh, it just started. Like oh, it was no. it was actually surprisingly decent, like seventies and eighties for a long time, and I was like, you know, to myself, because I didn't want to ruin my life, but I was mm-hmm. like you know, are we gonna skip summer this year? Because, you know, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Like, man, climate change sucks, but if it skipped summer in Australia, I'd be a little okay with it. <laughs> That's really horrible, but yeah. I mean, I can understand Absolutely. <laughs> I forget, Brandon. Is is Australia, like, dry heat, or is it, like, super wet heat? It's pretty dry, actually. Oh, okay. I guess I could handle that. No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like being baked. Uh, ooh. Like a little pizza roll or a little Hot Pocket or something, huh? Do you bake your Hot Pockets? You probably could, right? That'd be fancy. I'm sure you could, and I'm sure it would be better. Like, pizza rolls, you gotta bake, even (laughs) though you technically can microwave them, and I'm sure some people do. Yeah, I've been... But Hot Pockets, that's a thing you microwave. They probably don't even have Hot Pockets in Australia anyway. They don't. (laughs) Do they have pizza rolls at least? Nope. Oh, so your kids have grown up in a world without hot pockets and pizza rolls. Yep. Wow, they're none the wiser, are they? I know. I don't want to. I don't want to tell them because it's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna ruin things. Yeah. You don't regale tales of toasting. They're gonna be like, rolls. "What? You've known this the whole time?" And they're just shaking you. <laughs> so speaking about baking, um, I don't know if that really makes sense, but so I gotta say, Brandon, my son. Has been, you know how like kids get up in the middle of the night and they're, or like right after they're going to bed and they have like some dumb excuse and then you're like, no, get your ass to bed. You know that shit? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, you probably get it worse than I do. But so my son has been getting up out of bed and coming to us and being like, I didn't make a wish on my birthday cake this year. (laughs) Has this happened more than once or is this just one of many excuses? It's, like, a reoccurring excuse for some reason. And it's weird because, like, he had, like, three birthday parties, and he made wishes on them, so I don't know what he's talking about. So, anyway, we're having cake this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) It's what you gotta do sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, hey, I'm okay with it. I get cake, so whatever. He gets to make a birthday wish, like... Two months later, but... He gets some sleep. Everybody wins. Yeah. It's cake. Birthday wishes. Whatever. And, you know, you can't have cake without ice cream, so we got that, too. So, basically, what I'm trying to tell you is it's going to be a rocket weekend. Sound like you got everything all planned out. Yeah, it's going to be a doozy of a twosie. All right. Are you ready to talk about Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think so. Okay, me too. So, Brandon and I just got done watching The Tale of the Laser Maze. Brandon, what the hell did you think of this episode? I have to know. I thought this episode was great. I loved it. <laughs> Did you really? I mean, that's because a lot. I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> I only said that because I expected you to say, "Really?" No, like there's things about this episode that I love. The humor in this episode oh, is fantastic in my opinion. Is it is it a you know what I, what did I say on it was an IMDb episode that was like a 2.0 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 2. Point something. It's totally a 2.0 episode, but I like, Oh my god. I thought it I was hate so funny. every single thing about this episode. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> this might be worse than Misfortune Cookie for me. Ooh. There was some parts that I kind of appreciated in the sense, like, wow, this is so stupid. I can't believe they went this stupid. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that takes some guts to make a an episode of television this absolutely moronic. <laughs> but, you know, it didn't carry the whole thing for me. I can agree that this is the worst episode of the season thus far. 
I don't think it's as bad as a misfortune cookie, though. I think you know, maybe, maybe with some distance, yeah. my perspective will change, and I'll be like, which episode would I rather watch again? And it it might be this one. I'm just I'm just kind of sitting still, still raw in my theory that I had to sit through this half no. hour of television. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I mean, this episode's garbage. I'm not gonna lie, but there's something <laughs> it's about so bad. it. It's so, it's so it's bad. It's so funny. Like, oh my god. I can't wait to talk about it. Do you want to yeah. just talk about it? That's that's what I thought, is I was like, oh my god, this is so bad, but I can't wait to talk about it with Cortland. <laughs> so funny. Oh my god. It had me, like, I would watch this at work, and I was laughing, and everybody, not really, but everybody was looking at me, and I was just like, no, I'm not watching Laser Base. <laughs> <laughs> they're like doesn't it have like a 2.0 on imdb and i was like no it's like no. 2.3 none of that happened but <laughs> i just want to say that this, this episode is like exactly what i thought it was gonna be oh yeah for sure it's fucking laser tag hello which which is <laughs> crazy because it's never what i think it's gonna be i think you did say aliens too didn't you i don't know we don't even know if they're aliens anyway our episode opens up to Vange and Quinn in a fucking staring contest. And we look back and we see Tucker and Andy watching from the couch. Megan walks up saying, hi guys. And she checks this shit out too, saying that this looks dumb. It's the most exciting thing to happen this episode. <laughs> oh my god. You're not wrong. <laughs> Tucker tells her it's a staring contest and Andy adds in that they have been at it for 10 minutes. Which is fucking impossible, right? Yeah, that's but whatever. not real. Do you play by the staring contest rules with where if you blink, you're out? Or do you, is it just a, like, concentration? Like, if you break your concentration, you're out? Because I've seen people play it like that, and that's bullshit rules. No, I've never played it as anything other than the first to blink loses. Right. Which is, I assumed that's what it was, because that's what staring contests are to me. But um, it must be concentration, because, like, ten minutes. Ten minutes, that's <laughs> absurd. Yeah. We hear a tree branch fall in the distance, and the kids all wonder what it is. Vanch turns her head, asking what it was. And then Quinn celebrates because he won. And we'll never find out what that crash is. No, you know Could what? be Bigfoot really coming to matter. murder them all, but, you know, we'll never know. It was just like a raccoon that fell out of a tree, but... Vanch stands up saying, no fair, I was distracted. But Quinn tells her that he was too, but he didn't move, so he wins. Megan apologizes to Vange, who asks for a do-over, but Quinn tells her, nope, victory is mine. And Vange looks to Tucker for help, but he says, I'm sorry, but he's right. Man, Midnight Society leader and staring contest commissioner. It's a tough job, but Tucker had to do it, you know? He wears many hats. Quinn continues to celebrate, and Vange huffs and turns around as Tucker says, but winning isn't everything, you know? And Quinn asks, yeah, when's that? And Tucker starts moseying over to the throne, saying, like, would you get so obsessed with it that you don't see what the real game is? That's what my story is about. Imagine a game you love to play, a game you're so good at that you never lose. But then imagine that winning this game really meant losing. And Quinzal say, what? And Tucker continues saying, this is a story about rules turned upside down, where winning means losing. And losing means getting the chance to keep playing until you finally win or lose it all. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call this story The Tale of the Laser Maze. What a nonsense goddamn description that is. <laughs> what episode did he just describe? Because... I don't know. He just said the word win and lose in like different combinations for 30 seconds. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> If you win, you lose. And if you lose win, you win the losing to lose win the lose winning win lose. Say what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I don't know what to make of that. The tale begins and we're looking at a yin yang sign, which quickly escalates into some incredible taekwondo. There's a girl in red and another in blue, and they're kicking and they're punching at each other. As Tucker tells us, Kara and Ashley Fox were sisters. Twin sisters, in fact. It's debatable. They competed against each other in everything they did, from who had better grades to who had better hair. But most of all, they competed at Taekwondo. And we watch as the girl in blue delivers the old razzle-dazzle and kicks her sister. And the instructor interrupts saying, Ashley got a point. So now we know that Ashley's in blue and Kara's in red. 
the match resumes and Ashley's kicking and she's flipping all over the place and Karen's punching and then she punches her sister in the ribs, <laughs> which which eases up the spar. And she gets and and the next point wins. And the instructor tells them to fight some more, so they spin around and they throw punches and kicks at the camera. And Ashley does a fucking street fighter Tatsumaki and the Kara who gets blown to the ground. And Ashley wins, and the class all claps at her. Man, I, I'm just gonna say this episode has a lot of like movement. Yes. It's a very movie episode. Yeah. So this is kind of, it kind of reminded me of um, the tale of the walking shadow at the end where there was like a sword fight and stuff. So mm-hmm. if my descriptions kind of suck, it's because it's just really hard to explain movement like that. So during these fights, there was a lot of like punching and kicking right into the camera, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. You don't really like the choreography isn't that elaborate. They kind of just flail around a lot. I love it. That's my favorite part is the flailing around. Just going to tell you now. <laughs> they flail a lot. This is pretty great. <laughs> if you told me these girls had never heard of martial arts before filming this episode, I would believe it. Mm-hmm. Kara's pissed and she goes to walk away, but the instructor stops her and tells her that the girls got to bow to each other. She doesn't and she walks away and Ashley calls her a sore loser. So Kara turns around saying, well, you're a sore winner. Ashley tells her not to get mad just because she's better than her, which she totally is five times in a row. Thank you very much, which is what she says. And Kara gets more pissed yelling, see, I knew you'd say that. And overwalks the instructor saying, girls, please, you mustn't always concern yourself with winning and losing. It's all part of the turning wheel and the wheel will come around again. The girls look at each other for a moment and the instructor kind of yells, you are sisters. You need to know Hop Joel. At this point, the camera zooms in on the instructor while he's saying to work together, to help each other. And he looks up at the ceiling saying, I remember my grandfather told me without Hop Joel, there's no victory. And he smiles for a moment at that. He gave me a box of fortune cookies and said, (laughs) don't open it. Don't open my box. (laughs) But I fucking did. I love this part though. He he looks he looks up at the the ceiling. He smiles from that memory, and he looks back to see that both girls are just gone. Yep. And he looks around for a second, and then he walks away, and we fade to the hallway. And I thought that was funny. I love the way that the camera zooms in just on him a little bit, and then it pulls back, and the girls are just gone. They're like, "Fuck this hop chole nonsense. It's never gonna come <laughs> back up." <laughs> So before we see what the gals are talking about, let's meet some of these characters. How's that sound? All right. This is most of them. Yeah. This episode, spoilers, has four characters, and uh, I'm okay with that. But first of all, we got Kara. She's played by Kim Schrainer, who played in a couple episodes of a show called Twice in a Lifetime. She was also in American Psycho 2, which had Mila Kunis in it. Yeah, no one's seen that. Okay. I love American Psycho. I had no idea that they made a sequel, and I especially didn't know Mila Kunis was in it. You know who else was in that, though? William Shatner. Yeah, that sounds like a Shatner-level project. Is he still alive? I believe so. That's good. She also sure. played a character named Palmer and saw the final chapter in 2010. Kara's twin sister, Ashley, is played by Laura Vandervoort, who was in a couple episodes of Goosebumps. She was in the Disney Channel original movie, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Love it. I know, right? She played Sadie in Instant Star from 2004 to 2008, and she's been in a lot of other stuff like Jigsaw, Supergirl, Smallville, and something called Captain Canuck. I'm just going to assume it's the Canadian version of Captain America. (laughs) Yeah, sure. The Taekwondo instructor is played by Russell Yuen, who we last saw cooking some food in the tale of the Misfortune Cookie. He's been in a lot of other stuff too, like Battlefield Earth, of course, The Expanse, the Day After Tomorrow, and some show called Rising Suns and Arrival. Cool. Yeah. That's all for now, so let's get back to the show, okay? We got a lot to talk about in a little time. In the hallway, Ashley's still talking shit to Kara, saying that there's no victory for her while she's around. And Kara's all, you are such a loser. And Ashley tells her, me? You were the one on your butt. And Kara tells her, yeah, well, next time, you're going to go down. And they round a corner and right into the last character of the episode who says, excuse me, you girls were brilliant. Such fighting spirit. Such vicious energy. I loved it. Kara tells him that she didn't see him in there. But this guy tells him, oh, but I saw you. Every dazzling move. And he giggles (laughs) saying, his name's Drake. And you are 
Ashley and Kara shake his hand, giving him their names. And he's all, ooh, sisters too. Twins, I'll wager. And Kara rolls her eyes saying, unfortunately. And the girls walk past him and he gives a thumbs up to himself saying, super. What did you think of this man? Oh my God. (laughs) This guy. This fucking guy. The actor is having fun in this role. I'll give him that. Oh, for sure. But he is, he is outrageous. I loved it. I loved it so much. He was the best part of this episode. He really, he seems to me like he is trying, trying to channel a Jim Carrey-esque oh, level right? of energy. Yeah, I could tell that. Yeah, when he gives the thumbs up and he's like, super, you know, <laughs> all he needs is like the extravagant mouth movement and boom, he's fucking Jim Carrey. Yeah. He wants to be Jim Carrey. He's not. No, not even a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, very twitchy. He's, like, you know, overemphasizes words. He, he's got a catchphrase. Thumbs up. He's got a catchphrase. He seems very high all the time. <laughs> of course, this weirdo chases the girl saying, I've got an opportunity for you two. And Ashley asks, what kind? And he tells them that his company, I know, right? His company is the largest manufacturer of adventure games in the world. No, the universe. And they're experimenting with a spanking new game. That's not what adventure games are. If somebody told me that they made an adventure game and then threw me into some laser tag, (laughs) I mean, I'd have fun because laser tag tag is cool, but I would be also uh, a bit thrown off. I agree. They're looking for excellent players like them to give it a go. And the girls stop in the hallway and they look at each other and Ashley's asking what kind of a game. I'm like, girl, didn't you just hear? She's an adventure game. But whatever. Drake tells them it's the ultimate competition. It takes speed, agility, and spectacular courage. But I should warn you, it's only for the best of the best. And the girls look at each other up and down and Ashley says, I'll cream you. And Kara laughs saying, take your best shot. And Drake gives more thumbs up saying super. And he pulls out a business card telling them to prepare for the challenge of a lifetime. And we get a nice look at this card that says laser maze on it and it shines. And it also says that it's located at 153 Terminal Street. And then the screen does this really weird cut effect. It's like this super quick like and then we're at the laser maze with the gals. If there was any situation in which it was obvious that you shouldn't go to this location or follow this creepy man it's this the cut effect (laughs) no just this this whole situation yeah i know like no one in this scenario should be surprised to that he's up to no good yeah these girls don't have very good stranger danger at all they're just like oh i get a chance to you know beat my sis i'll take it you know what let's meet this last character okay sure okay this this guy's Drake, and he's played by Matt Holland, who we last saw as somebody named Chadwick in the Tale of Oblivion. I'll take your word for it. I think it might have been one of the monks from the beginning of the episode that I didn't cover. He went on to do voices um, in the usual stuff like Assassin's Creed and Deus Ex and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, I guess. <laughs> Apparently I didn't see anything else in his repertoire that I cared about, so we're moving on. Well, I'm glad we brought him up. Yeah, great. Great stuff. Ashley grabs the card away from Kara saying, Ugh, you got the wrong address. I mean, this can't be it. It says laser maze. There's a sign. I didn't see it. (laughs) How many laser mazes do you think there are in this town? Okay, so they're in this room and it's very silver, kind of like the interior of a spaceship almost. And Mm -hmm. it's like very clear that they're in the correct spot, right? Yeah. It's the kind of place that looks like a laser maze. Yeah, If you thought laser maze and then you walked into this, you'd be like, yep, I'm totally here. Kara rips that card back saying that she did not. And look, it's laser maze. 153. They're interrupted by Drake walking out of the doorway saying, Terminal Street. I'm glad you made it. Are you in good fighting spirit? Are you ready to take on the world? And the two girls say, always, together. And then they glare at each other as Drake says, super, follow me. And the girls start following him until they arrive in another room with weird hoses, like like pillars. I don't know how to describe them. Weird they're hoses like, like pillars. That's perfect. They're like those like rip ribbed like tile hoses. I don't know. It looks dumb. 
Kara asks where everyone else is, and Drake stops, saying, Uh, we're very selective about who we allow to run the tests. You're the only ones today. Nashley goes to follow Drake some more, and Kara stops her. <sighs> no. <laughs> saying, hey. You have so many chances to go. They really do. They really. This is clearly stranger danger, but these girls don't care. Because Ashley's all, come on, it does make sense. Which it doesn't. Um... Then somebody says, you are about to enter the laser maze. And I think it must be Drake. I don't know what happened to my notes here. But the girls kind of smile. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really fucking matter. Kara, Kara's a little more apprehensive. And they walk into this foggy strobe light room. And the camera stops on a glow-in-the-dark picture that's, like, painted onto the wall of, like, a grim reaper. We'll be seeing this a lot. Yeah. Um, They're very proud of it. I don't understand what these are. We'll talk more about it in a minute, though. In the room, Drake walks them to the middle, and the girls look around at a bunch more pictures on the wall painted in that glow-in-the-dark paint of other, like, things. There's, like, a dwarf with an axe. So there's a, an owl or a spider-looking thing. I don't even know. It's stupid. Is what it's it is. just rad shit. It's, like, exactly what they you hired, expect to they be They hired there. some 16-year-old kid with can of spray paint and they were like just do some rad shit yeah and he get delivered (laughs) (laughs) kara says that this place looks typical to her and i agree but drake tells her believe me there's nothing typical about this game and ashley walks over and stands next to her sister who crosses her arms it's actually pretty typical other than like one aspect it's just like if i thought of a laser um laser tag arena i would think of this and i've only been in like one of those yeah like spoilers it's not really a maze nah it's it's typical laser tag yeah there's like some walls a couple of obstacles uh, to duck behind some things to cover get some cover and uh yeah that's it we get another one of those super quick cut effects and um like it's not as bad as virtual pets but it's just as rib- it's very jarring um we don't get these cut effects a lot in are you afraid of the dark only for the stylish episodes like laser maze i would not put laser i guess i would put it in the same world as like virtual pets though but the only other one that really has these is ghastly grinner and like give me a break this is no ghastly grinner <laughs> no this is a phone police <laughs> if you can't tell this is gonna be probably our least favorite episode from season seven but i hope so <laughs> whatever i'm gonna rank it as number one just to spite you so we cut we get that cut effect and we see ashley is equipped with a chest plate now and Drake walks behind her saying, The button on your vest releases the laser on your goggles. The laser comes from the goggles. You aim by looking. And Ashley thinks that this shit is cool. And Drake walks over to Kara giving a thumbs up saying, Super. To be fair, that shit would be cool. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, if you were just shooting lasers out of your eyes like Cyclops. He puts the, this visor down on Kara's eyes and it makes her look like Robocop. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I would... I... <laughs> Robocop is awesome, okay? (laughs) So, Drake says that you gotta direct the laser at your opponent's vest. And the first person to score three points is the winner. Kara's all, that's it? And he says, yup, you ready? And the gals are both ready, and the game begins. So, this shit starts up, and it's literally just laser tag. (laughs) It is. It's laser tag. It's laser tag, but your laser comes out of your eyes instead of a gun. Drake's like... You've never played laser tag like this before. Check this out. It's laser tag. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about it. Do you think that they did it this way so that they didn't show guns in a children's show? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Over the intercom, Drake tells the girls not to get distracted by what they see, and it's all part of the game. And the laser maze is active. Initiate. And we get some sweet tunes as Kara and Ashley walk away from each other and they start moving around the room. They're kind of hiding between pillars and stuff, walking around, and Ashley jumps out on Kara and shoots her in the chest with a laser. Drake says, super, score for Ashley. And the camera zooms in and out of one of the wall paintings, and we hear a crowd cheering for Ashley. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, d- that doesn't come up again, does it? it um, Yeah, it does, but like, it's does never it? explained. So, okay. Spoilers, obviously something fucking weird's going on here. And mm-hmm. I want to say that it's trying to tell us that these wall paintings are, like, 
people, not people, but like aliens. Dude, what? I think that's what they're trying to tell us. But they're literally two-dimensional wall paintings, so I don't get it. They're absolutely just, like, stickers on a wall. Yeah, they don't move. The camera, like, fucking zooms in and out of them really quickly, and it's really jarring and weird. And really um, helps make this episode completely forgettable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what... I'm not sure. Like, that's what my theory is, is that they're trying to make these out to be aliens that love to watch laser maze interesting i i never made that connection and i could be wrong i'm probably wrong i mean nobody knows nobody whoever wrote this probably doesn't even know so yeah i guess i just don't really understand the whole operation in general like is the laser maze they're doing here what is actually being watched by the other beings or is this just a training ground to make the robots who go off to the other place and do it for real? I don't know. It's a good question. That Actually, you know what? It's a bad question, Brandon. Sorry. The less we know about this episode, the better, I think. All right. <laughs> this episode's dumb. It, you know, it kind of is, right? The game continues and Kara shoots Ashley. And the crowd then cheers for Kara. And we cut over to Drake, who's looking at a weird monitor that has like a silhouette of a body on it and a T-pose. And he's saying, hand-eye coordination? speed agility accuracy and he's writing that all down on a digital looking clipboard these are just various attributes yeah he hits a red button and looks at ashley on a screen saying sharp work girls back in the game ashley's looking around for kara who sneaks up behind her kara ducks down and then jumps up and starts shooting her sister with fucking laser beams but ashley dodges them all and then she shoots kara and that gives her the second point There's more cheers from the drawn-on images, and then the gals get back into it. And this time, Ashley's sneaking up on Kara, until Kara appears on the side and shoots her. Imagine how actually boring laser tag would be if it was just based on, like, what you see. Yeah. Because you you wouldn't be able to avoid these laser shots. Oh, no. Like, aiming, aiming a gun at someone and hitting something accurately takes a bit of skill. Yeah. If someone just told me, look at someone first, you know, that's... That takes away everything from that take, the point That takes away game. everything. <laughs> You're just running around looking at each other. <laughs> like, take away the neon and the strobe lights and the generic techno. And it's just a game of running around and looking at other people. Yeah, you're right. And yet they make it work so well. Ten out of ten. No, they don't. <laughs> no. This is it might sound like this is boring, and that's because it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know where I'm at, but it really doesn't fucking matter. Because Kara shoots her sister and they're evened up now, and Drake announces that. And and then he checks out some more monitors, and this one is saying Ashley Alpha Unit on it. And he says, oh, your numbers look good. Your numbers look super, girls. I believe you'll do nicely. Back in the arena, Kara gets the jump on Ashley and shoots her with her laser, and she gets fucking vaporized. She kills her sister. <laughs> the game <Yep>. ends. <laughs> the end. Yeah, Kara lifts up her goggles as Drake walks out saying, super, what an amazing victory. And Kara tells him that that was so cool. But where's Ashley? And Drake tells her it's all part of the game, and she'll be back for round two. Kara's all round two, and Drake ignores that shit, saying, Now, I want to ask you some questions. All part of the testing process, you see. And they walk to another room that has, like, a foosball table in it, and he's telling her he wants her to answer a few questions about the game. You know, things like the accuracy, the goggles, the layout of the maze. It'll help us build the best game possible. So Kara agrees, and Drake tells her, perfect, I'll be back when you're done. And he goes to leave, but Kara stops him asking where Ashley is. And he fumbles a little, saying that she's filling out the same papers, and they wouldn't want them to compare notes. And he giggles a little, and he walks away, as Kara turns around to see this gigantic stack of papers. It's massive. I also thought this part was kind of funny. Like, why is this in here? What the fuck is the point of this? How many questions do you, could you come up with about laser tag? It's every single generic question you could ever imagine. It's just every question you can imagine. We get another weird cut and we see that Kara is busy looking at this paperwork and it's all over the ground because this is like all of the papers are connected. So like she she takes the top piece and puts it on the ground and it just slinkies 
from like the massive pile down to the ground. It was funny. She gets fed up with this shit. She checks her watch and size, and then she gets up, and the camera zooms in on the paperwork that has a bunch of questions like, should we keep it as it is? Do you think the game is for everyone? Have you gotten lost in the maze? Did you find all the clues? What clues? What I maze? Have no idea. I thought that clues thing was going to be relevant as well, but it's oh, not, because there is no that clues. Was a clue? <laughs> yeah, they got me. Well, you know what? This episode is held together by, like, bubblegum and scotch tape it's not held together by anything there really isn't a story to this thing (laughs) so (sighs) go on (laughs) hey there everybody Cortland here your good buddy and your twin sister Thank you for taking a listen to our show. Whether you've been here since the beginning, this is your first episode, or you're somewhere in between, we're glad you decided to spend some time with us. We are working on finishing up the seventh season soon, with only three more episodes left for us to record. So if you've got any questions for us, get them in for the season seven wrap-up episode. You can ask us anything. Got a question about podcasts, making a podcast, or just want to know what my dog's name is? Then get your questions submitted. You can send them to us through Twitter at PRVT Island, on Instagram at Private Island Presents, or email them to us at privateislandpresents at gmail.com. We look forward to answering your questions in a few short weeks. Are you looking for more laughs? Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter and check out all of our content we make every week. There's GIFs, memes, and abridged episodes, and so much more. We watch full-length episodes of the show live every week on Instagram and even play a game here and there on Twitch at twitch.tv slash privateislandc. We've got a Discord server, Facebook group, and so many more ways to connect with us. Check out the Linktree link in our episode description for more information. We have a ton of bonus content available right now on our Patreon at patreon.com slash privateisland. If you're caught up on the show, you can get instant access to early release episodes at every tier up to two weeks early. I upload new episodes the moment I'm finished editing. On top of that, we have hours of bloopers, bonus episodes like horror movie reviews, an exclusive improv episode, and so much more. Last week I uploaded our very first true crime episode covering the horrific murder of Peter Porco, and you don't want to miss out. Higher tiers get more rewards like stickers, t-shirts, book readings, and so much more. Check it out and become a patron today. I'd like to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Eddie, Mia, and Tristan, the Silver Goth, Shane, Steven, Matt, and Gerilyn, the Golden Day Days, Bryce, Faith, Sarah, and Angela, and the Platinum Bostics, Kathy, Evelyn, Matt, and Kaylee, who upgraded their pledge. Thank you so much, everyone. Our show wouldn't be the same without you. If you're looking to support our show in other ways, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It's quick, it's easy, and it shows podcasters that you really love their show. You can also give us a sweet shout-out on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Nothing gets me more excited than seeing someone tell us that we've brightened their day. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for his work on the music for our show, aside from this theme, Dating Start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. For now, I'll let you get back to the show. Thanks again, everyone, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. With Kara, she walks to the big doorway to the laser mask, asking for Drake and Ashley, but no one answers. So she walks away and into the room that we saw Drake in earlier with all the monitors and stuff. She calls for Drake, and then she checks out those monitors that have the spinning T-posing silhouettes on it, and she sees the one with her sister's name on it, and now it says Kara Alpha Unit and Ashley Beta Unit with Processing Complete. And she reads that aloud, and then says, Ready for testing? What is this? And then from behind her pops Drake, saying, Finished already? Kara tells him, Yeah, and I want to leave. Where's Ashley? Drake tells her that she'll be back, but Kara... She doesn't want to hear that shit, and she walks past him saying that she'll find her herself. Back in the room with the tubes or whatever, Kara calls for Ashley. Then from behind her walks Ashley, emotionlessly walking past her saying, time for round two. So Kara asks her, where you been, girl? And Ashley turns around saying, I said, time for round two. And Kara doesn't want to play anymore, and she thinks that this place sucks. But Ashley says that she wants to play. So Kara tells her tough, and that she's out of there. But Ashley says, What's the matter, afraid you'll lose? <sighs> and since this is Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> so easily manipulating. Bloody a chicken. <laughs> I'll show you by getting murdered. 
Kara turns around and says, I already won, remember? Nashley's all, you were lucky. Which gets Kara going more saying, lucky? I beat you because I was better than you and I could do it again. Ashley tells her to prove it and Kara scowls at her. They do a lot of shit talking for two people who always are like tied and then have to have a tiebreaker point. Like, you're not dominating your opponent when you're at 2-2 and it's like next point wins. Nah. Which happens every single time they compete. They're also like twin sisters. Like, give me a fucking break. So they say. Oh, yeah. They don't look alike. (laughs) We didn't mention that. But Ashley is like clearly taller than Tara. I mean, Kara. And uh, they don't look alike in like the slightest. They have the same color hair. and That's about it. They were like, I don't know. Just get two blondes. (laughs) Just get two Canadians. It'll be fine. (laughs) Nobody will ever know. We cut to the laser maze where the girls get the the girls got their goggles on. They start running at mock speed through this maze, which is another annoying part of this episode. Is that you get like these first person shots and and they just like super sped up through this maze just to try to make it look more interesting than it is, which doesn't work. Doesn't work. But you know what? Kara shoots Ashley, and then Ashley's head falls off and she fucking <laughs> collapses. <laughs> okay, this part was cool. It was, right? And Karen runs over. She pulls up her goggles as as this robot head starts speaking gibberish. And it looks great. Yeah. It looks like that part in Alien where Ripley's speaking to Ash. It does, right? Ashley, Ash. Oh my god, do you think this is like an Alien reference then? That would be cool. I would respect this episode slightly more. Do you want to give it to it? (laughs) (sighs) Alright, I'll give this episode a 2.5 now. Oh, nice. Uh, my favorite part, though, is that uh, Kara screams herself into a commercial break. <laughs> Always love when that happens. Uh, it's the best, right? Back from break, the robot Ashley had speaks some more gibberish until Drake comes walking out saying, Aw, not again. Defective parts. They're not going to like this. Not at all. Kara demands to know what he did to Ashley, but Drake's all, huh? Oh, right. Maybe I'll have better luck with the others. And Kara asks, what others? But Drake ignores that, saying, let's give it a go, shall we? And Kara looks over to see another Ashley, and then another four more walk out. Unless it was three and it made four, but you know what? It doesn't really fucking matter. Drake announces, continue the game, please. And Kara runs the hell out of there. And the crowd is all cheering for Ashley, and we watch as Kara tries to hide from the Ashleys, until she runs into one who says, game's over, and shoots Kara in the chest. Kara vaporizes... And that's the end of the episode. Wow. <laughs> Bold choice. Nah, I'm I respect kidding. it. <laughs> if only. If only that was. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm lying because my favorite parts are coming up. So I'm just kidding. We look at the screen again that says that, you know, the shit's complete on the monitors. And we quick cut over to Kara laying on a tanning bed as some weird alien music plays. Yep. In the middle of a void. Yeah, 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 yeah. The camera cuts back and we see Ashley's laying on another tanning bed in a completely blank white room. They're apparently back in oblivion. They only brought two tanning beds and that's it. (laughs) And a little like makeshift doorway kind of thing. There's like a tube connecting these tanning beds. And like I said, there's a kind of like a doorway thing, but everything else is just pure white. And Kara calls out for Ashley and over with Ashley, she opens up her eyes and Kara asks her if it's the real her and Ashley weakly tells her yes. So Kara asks, what's going on? And she says that she can't move because she's just laying in that tanning bed. Ashley lets her know that Drake is making copies of her. And then her tanning bed comes to life and a cylinder like passes over her and a compartment opens up from under her tanning bed and a fucking Ashley clone gets up and walks to the doorway where Drake suddenly is. Yes. And he tells the clone, well, go on. So Ashley clone walks up to the doorway and phases out of existence, just like in Minecraft when you go to the nether. Okay, so what's going on in this episode? Well, this Jim Carrey wannabe man has the power to clone people into robots yeah and the best use of that extraordinary power is to make them play laser tag okay now that you're telling me it all makes sense that's exactly what i would do with the power of life and death don't question anything else all right drake yells about betatrons Kara yells at him so drake walks over to her saying hello how are you feeling 
And Kara demands to be let go, but Drake says, after I spent so much time looking for you, I don't think so. And Kara wants to know what he's doing to them, and he says, Cloning Betatron's love, what's it look like? I like that line. Me too, it was great. I'll give it that, 2.6. Oh, I love it. Let's see how far we can go with this. By the time we're done here, it's going to be a 10. (laughs) (laughs) He walks over to Kara's tanning bed and yells at another Betatron to pick up the pace, and it leaves the room, and he walks back over to Kara explaining that Laser Maze is the most popular game where he's from. Unfortunately, his people aren't very good at it. Not very agile, you might say. So he provides the players. It's all in good fun, and they pay him a fortune. Kara tells Drake that he's hurting Ashley. So he looks over at her saying, yes, that is a that is a pity. I can only clone so many Betatrons until the alpha unit goes, well, wears out. And then Kara says, and I'm next. And it reminded me of in Troll 2 when he was like, they're eating her. And now they're going to eat me. <laughs> similar vibe drake tells her that her and her sister are the best alpha units that he's found so far but he's interrupted by an ashley clone phasing into the room through the door and his clothes are all like ripped up and it looks like it's gotten blasted a few times mm-hmm. i don't know it's a little I don't crispy i don't get what's going on like this no. happened and i'm like huh what is this no i still don't understand what this is it stumbles up to drake and it opens its mouth to talk, and the voice is not Ashley's voice. It's nope. outrageous. And the editing on this did not sync up to the way she's talking even a little bit. No. Because this girl, this girl is acting with her face like oh, crazy. Oh, man. I'm going to say, Brandon, I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. She is. She her lips and her eyebrows <laughs> all over. She's got Picasso face. It's just <laughs> But the voice is just like, hey <laughs> You tricked me. It yells, Drake, you failed us. And Drake asks, What? What do you mean? And the Betatron says, You've created inferior Betatron units. And when this girl opens up her mouth to talk, she's, like, crossing her eyes a bunch. And it's so over the top. It's fantastic. Like, give this actress 10 out of 10. (laughs) No. I loved it. I loved it. I seen this, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) What the fuck is going on, though? Seriously. I don't know. What is this thing? This is a Betatron, right? This is a Betatron. Okay, here's my theory. Please. The, the painted on people are people from Drake's planet. And I don't know, maybe they just can't be seen in our world. I don't know. And they inhabit this Ashley trying to yell at Drake. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, Brandon. that's the thing is this this Betatron is speaking as if it's one of the denizens of this other planet. Yes. But it's just a Ashley robot. Dude, I don't who know. Who can't be more than a few minutes old. I, I don't know. Like, maybe it's possessing the Ashley Tron, Betatron, to go in and talk to Drake, but, like, I, I don't know, man. I Did they just not want to, like, bother with any sort of alien makeup or anything? They spent all the money on that sweet head ripping off of Ashley's body and then talking. I mean, that was sweet, honestly. It was, it was great. But... I don't know, man. They spent all that money on that phasing <laughs> effect. I don't, I don't know. It's so weird. And why, why, why the clones at all? Seriously. Dude, I don't know. So my idea is that like he clones them and sends them off to a bunch of other planets where Laser Maze is the dopest shit. Okay, so oh, it just seems like so much hassle. Uh, oh, I mean, the, come on. These yeah. people are dog shit at Laser Maze. Yes. But they so love it so they've much. They've got to find great Earthling athletes. Yeah. Just send, like, cut out the middleman and just send them. It's just gladiator shit. I mean, it's just laser tag, though. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but <laughs> just send these children. Like, they don't seem to have any, like, ethical hang-ups because they're just sucking these people dry until they're withered shells anyway. Yeah, and it's not like, 
I mean, the girls are in less danger playing fucking laser tag. They don't get hurt from Serious. these lasers. Seriously. It's that's one light. thing. That's one thing you have to keep in mind. I keep thinking that this is some dangerous game, but it's laser tag. No, there's nothing dangerous about it. You could argue that when they're not wearing their chest, like the chest guard, that like the laser might hurt them if it shoots them. But like, we don't see that. So I would just assume it's just like regular It's not an tag. actual laser. Like, laser tag isn't played with, it's you know, Doomsday Star Wars laser. <laughs> blaster <laughs> bolts shooting out. Oh my god. You want to just, let's just finish this shit, okay? Okay. This episode's going to be like half an hour. So dumb. So Drake is, is all like, inferior? No, no. They, they just need a small adjustment here and there. But the thing tells him that they, they reject his Ashley Betatron units and demands repayment of their fees. And Drake's all, repayment? The money's all spent. How how do you think I pay for this operation? And he gestures to this empty room with two tanning beds. <laughs> That's what he's been on the money on. How did they do this all so quickly? Like, these girls just came in. Maybe Kara was filling out that paperwork for a lot longer than we thought. Which, you know, that doesn't say a lot good for her. Like, how many pages would you get into that before you're like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> she she got, like, hundreds of pages in before she was like, hey, where's my sister? Wait a second. <laughs> Muppet Babies is gonna be on. Where's my sister? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this plot in an episode of Muppet Babies. <laughs> The thing tells him to step into the transporter, and he yells, No! I mean, uh, there must be something I can do. And the Ashley clone tells him that he can return and face them, and while he's talking, we cut over to Kara, who's, like, hatching an idea, as you can tell, because she just, like, keeps looking back and forth. Because she can't move. And Jake yells about how he won't go, and Kara calls out, Then send us! And Drake runs over saying, What? Kara's all, Sure. Why some clones when you can have the originals? And Drake asks, You'd go and play for them? Kara tells him, it's got to be better than having the life sucked out of us here. So Drake mm-hmm, gives a thumbs mm-hmm. up and walks back over to Ashley Tron thing, saying, so what do you think? The twins of terror, vicious competitors who live to humiliate each other with their superior strength, speed, and high-kicking moves. You got yourself a box office sensation. People will be lining up across the galaxy to watch these girls play laser maze. Best of all, they're the originals. He waits for a moment, and the Ashley clone says, send them, now or return and face us, and then it crumples to the ground. Drake runs and lets Ashley and Kara out of the tanning beds, and yells at Kara to quickly help her sister. So, she does. Ashley sits up, and Drake tells him that she'll be fine in a few seconds, since she wasn't in there for very long. And Kara looks at her sister and says, Hop, Joel. And Ashley's all, really? And then Drake notices and tells them not to be telling secrets, and to be good little alpha units and step into the transporter. So the girls nod to each other, and Drake turns his back to them, they walk up to him, Kara's saying that she's got a better idea. Drake's all, no, I sold them on this idea. Let's not go and make them angry. And the girls yell out, and they double kick this guy right through the transporter. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I loved it. <laughs> it's not dumb. It's fucking fantastic, Brandon. Can double kick him. They ask each other if they're okay, and they both are, and Kara says that she doesn't want to be here anymore, and Ashley concurs. They turn around to see an Ashley Betatron, and Kara fucking kicks it right in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ashley gives it a roundhouse kick. (laughs) Oh. There's a pretty decent amount of kicking in the back half here. I love love the kicking. It's my favorite. Like, that happened, and she kicks it right in the face, and I was just like, what yeah. the fuck just happened? <laughs> They're just like, oh, fuck, it's Ashley, kick her! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lightning quick reflexes on the kicking. Oh, my God. Just any threat, kick it. Kick it first, <laughs> ask questions later. I mean, that's how we should live life, right? <laughs> yeah, we should all kick things that get in our way. The girls look at the robot on the ground for a moment, and Ashley smiles, saying that she thinks she likes being on the same team. And then we cut to the laser maze room. What? How did they get here? They had to have used the teleporter, because they were in oblivion. Yes, they were in oblivion, and the teleporter goes to the alien's home world. Yeah, that's the problem with this episode. Well, I mean, okay, that's not the problem. There's many problems. No, that's that's the problem. (laughs) I loved this episode other than that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. 
Kara and Ashley walk out saying, oh, the exit's over here. And they round the corner to see Drake in full laser maze gear. And he yells, hello, lobs. Ready to play me now? And his voice is a touch modulated. And the girls run away yelling, how did he get back? And we look at Drake, who stops. He looks directly into the camera. He lifts a thumb up and says, Super. <laughs> so fucking hilarious. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> he, he literally says it like Ace Ventura at this point. It's so funny. Oh my God. Super. So funny. I loved it. Come on. I was like, like, it's so stupid, but it's like one of my favorite parts of the episode. We then zip through the laser maze in first person super fast. And Kara and Ashley are running around and they stop. And Ashley asks, now what? Kara tells her, hop Joel. I wrote it as hot Joel, but it's hop Joel. I'm <laughs> <laughs> to hot Joel this guy. Oh my God. They do hot Joel. <laughs> yeah, he gets hot Joel. Hardcore. <laughs> we got to get a pair of goggles. We cut to Drake, he's running through the maze, and then back to the girls where they split up. And we just kind of cut around to Ashley calling out to Drake, and Drake moving around, and it's pretty lame. <laughs> so, if you're playing laser tag, yeah. and you're not wearing the vest, you can't be hit. Yes. Well, I'm trying to, I think that they want to make us believe that if Ashley got hit with a laser without the vest on, that she would, like, die for real, maybe. But, that's not how laser tag works. <laughs> No, it's not. You have to specifically hit the vest to get a point. So just don't put on the vest. That's no, what I'm yeah. saying. Just put the goggles on and then you are God. <laughs> <Laser tag. laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Didn't know such power could be achieved. Only in laser tag, Brandon. After a moment, Drake walks up on Ashley saying, no need to shout. I hear you. And he starts shooting lasers at her, but misses. We watch Kara grab some gear and Ashley starts mocking Drake some more. He finds her and shoots some more lasers her way, but she dodges them all. And there's these really weird sped up edits of Drake where he kind of goes in super fast speed for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, Ashley runs into Kara and tells her if Drake hits them three times, they're back in the tank. But Kara's all, unless we get him first. And Ashley wonders if this shit works on him. And Kara's all, it better. So Ashley then puts Kara out of the way as a laser zips by them. And Kara hands Ashley the gear, and she suits up. Instead of all of this, just leave. No. They know where the exit is. But then this episode wouldn't be so good. <laughs> Alright. With Kara, she hides behind a barrel as Drake looks her way. He scans the area, and Kara pops up and shoots a laser into his chest. And we cut around to more just walking through this maze. This part seems boring because it really is. So, yeah. I'm sorry. With all the characters, like, we're moving around with all the characters until Drake finds and starts shooting at Kara, who nimbly dodges all the lasers. She Ashley fucking jumps around some more and ducks behind a barrel or whatever, and then she peeks just her head out and she shoots Drake in the chest like a fucking cheater. That's how the game is played. She was playing, like, fucking Call of Duty there. The camera fucking, the camera fucking zooms in on those wall paintings like they're alive, and I don't know. I don't get it. You know what, Brandon? I have a note in here, and I... It, this might be one of the stupidest things that Are You Afraid of the Dark has ever done with these wall paintings. If it's like you say, and those wall paintings are the other creatures, then it's even dumber than I thought. I think it is. I think that's where the cheering is coming from. I think that is supposed to be the other people, or the other okay. like, it, alien It doesn't entities. surprise me, because it fits right in line with the rest of this episode. There's a bunch of cheering, and we cut over to Kara and Ashley hiding, and Kara says, We got him twice. Once more, and he's toast. And Drake seems to hear them and scrunches one side of his face. <laughs> takes a couple of steps, and the girls nod at each other, and then they show themselves in a fighting stance. They got their They got their dukes up, and Drake backs up. And the two girls start running towards him at first for a moment. And then they, and then they, hi-ya! And they kick their legs in the air, which somehow releases some lasers from their goggles. And they shoot right into Drake, who falls Oh to my the god. This is supposed to be like the kick-ass. This is like, like the finale. Karate Kid, like, kick. It's like slow motion, like, yeah. And they fly As through the air. Dual lasers blast out. <laughs> First of all, that kick is unnecessary as hell. Yeah, definitely. 
It does nothing, and it actually puts them in danger, because all he has to do is look at them, and they die. <laughs> well, he has to look at them three times each, so, I mean... <laughs> Just blink. Just look at them and fucking blink a few times. They didn't get shot at all, so that whole, like, three times and we're toast is, is meaningless, because Drake didn't even get to shoot them once. <laughs> Just bad at looking. It would have been a little more tense if they had gotten shot twice each already. But no. They just dominate Drake. <laughs> they karate kick him. <laughs> so as dumb as dumb as that karate kick laser thing was, yeah. I actually had to rewind it a few times because I thought when I watched it the first time that Drake shot at them and <laughs> then they oh. ricocheted it back at him with their kicks. No, that would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have instantly made it a 10 episode. That would have been so funny. <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> but no, somehow what actually happens is even dumber. No, they kick in the air, laser beams shoot out of their <laughs> goggles, and bada bang. Yeah, they just flail their feet at him and win. The girls lift up their goggles and they look down at the crumpled heap of a man. <laughs> Ashley asks, what happened? And then Drake springs to life saying, I'm Drake, Betatron number eight. <laughs> and Ashley's all, he's a Betatron. And Kara adds, a busted Betatron. And Drake springs back to life for a second time, spitting some gibberish, and then he fades back into death. And Kara looks at her sister saying, well... Guess the wheels come full circle, huh? Huh? <laughs> the Taekwondo instructor said something about that. I don't know. And Ashley sighs a little, saying, yeah. And it just rolled over him. And Kara laughs, saying, sorry, I didn't show you respect. And Ashley apologizes, too, and thanks Kara for saying Oh, my her. God, shut up and go. And Kara bows to her, and Ashley bows no. back. And then go. we get this outrageous quick cut. And that's it. The tale's fucking over. We're back in the campfire. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, wait, what? It was like <laughs> just like done. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't believe that they ended the tale on that quick cut. Because that quick cut is like a millisecond and it just cuts to the next scene and it's just like, okay, I guess it's done. Fucking it would be here. like if Locker twenty two was just like <laughs> back to the campfire. Yeah, yeah that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my god Brandon I don't know if I have anything more to say about this episode I feel like I've said it all (laughs) um I fucking hated it I fucking loved it Brandon I loved it in like the way that I love terrible things you know yeah I I love terrible things too this is like the troll 2 of are you afraid of the dark The, the fucking room of are you afraid of the dark in my opinion I just couldn't believe the audacity. It's so audacious, yes. How, how insanely idiotic it is. What were they thinking? I was like, just the whole time, like, what? Are you serious? That's that's what you're going with? The whole episode. So good. It made me genuinely laugh out loud a couple of times, and that's why I liked it. Will I ever watch this one again? Probably not. I don't think so. But it made me laugh, and that is good. Misfortune Cookie? Uh, it didn't make me laugh at all. No, Misfortune Cookie is just boring as shit. Would I watch this over Hungry Hounds? Probably not. I think I'd watch Hungry Hounds over this. But but I, I don't know. I don't really have anything more to say about it. Tucker says the end. The gang all thinks it's good. Because they're liars. <laughs> they're just trying to make Tucker feel better. I will say we were wrong. Um, I thought for sure this was going to be a Vange episode, but apparently, you know, Tucker just gets all the sports episodes. I don't know. Has Vange told a story this season yet? I don't think she has. And there's only two stories left. I mean, well, there's technically five, but come on, Vange, get your shit together, Vange. Maybe we'll get two Vanges in a row next. I don't know. But Quinn stands up saying, uh, "From now on, I'm taking Taekwondo." Ha. And he kicks his leg out at Vange, who stands up saying, I want a rematch. And Quinn tells her, any day, Vange is all, right now. And the two cross their arms and they start staring at each other. And Tucker gets up saying, uh, guys, we gotta go. But they don't move. So Tucker starts pulling Vange and Andy pushes Quinn and walks them away so that they can still stare at each other while they're walking through the forest. 
and Megan dumps the water on the fire saying, this is going to be a long walk back. And that's the end of the episode. Goddamn. What do you think the moral of this story is? Hot Joel kills uh, all, you know? <laughs> don't follow drugged up stalkers into a dark maze? Yeah. Um, this guy's clearly on fucking cocaine. Like, give me a break. Um, it's probably like, trust your sister. Um, you guys are like, you know, relatives and stuff. Like, I don't know. Take Taekwondo. Um, laser tag is sweet. Um, it is. I haven't played laser tag in like 20 years, probably longer. I think it's hop jaw, hop jaw. I don't know what that means. Should I look that up? Let me look it up real quick. No. Okay. never mind. Oh, the Tale of the Laser Maze. Let's come up with a better name. Like, we got it, too. That name yeah. sucks. Oh, the Tale of the People Printers. That's a good one. I like it. The Tale of Hop Joel. <laughs> the Tale of Hot Joel. <laughs> <laughs> that Joel. Mm, spicy. The Tale of Laser Tag. Accurate. I know, right? The Tale of Useless Kicks. The Tale of Aliens, maybe? Mm. What is this? <laughs> is that that whole thing the title? Yes. I'm for it. Okay, Brandon. I can't do it anymore. I don't want to talk about Laser Maze anymore at all. Okay? I never want it to be brought back up on this podcast ever again. I'm so down for that. If I ever hear you, hear you utter the words hop jaw, I'm going to be so mad at you. You won't. Okay, good. Do you ready to know what's coming up next, Brandon? Hop jaw. Get the fuck out of here. What did I just say? The next episode, Brandon... It's called, yep. are you ready for this? Yeah. The Tale of Many Faces. Oh. This is a bit of a letdown. Yeah. I mean, maybe. It could be great, right? Could be, sure. Many faces could be many things. It could be It could be all really great faces. <laughs> we don't know. Um, I think this is going to be a Vange. It has to be, right? Who else could it, it be? Damn sure better be. If this isn't a Vange, then... I'm gonna say it know. right now. The next why two, did we invite her? The next two tales are gonna be Vange. They have to be. I don't know. I think one will be a Vange. Oh, uh, okay. This one I think is gonna be Vange. So, what do you think the tale of many faces is gonna be about? Hmm. Many faces. Yeah. Is this a haunted mask, but the mask changes? Oh, maybe. That'd be all right. I could. I, I'd be down for that. Um. You remember? Uh. Did you ever watch the sequel to The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> I don't think you did because you just watched the, nope. sequel, or the Wizard of Oz. There's this character in there named Mombi that she like replaces her head with the head of other girls. I think it's going to be like that. Just like this monster that can change her face to be other girls' face or something. That could also be all right. Which would kind of... It's going to be like that, I think. Maybe with a little bit of mystical mirror in there. Like, oh, these girls are beauties. My beauties. And then I'm going to steal their faces. <sighs> creepy it is and you know what i'm down for that because we haven't that's like classic are you afraid of the dark to me is like uh an adult that's like i'm gonna fucking kill these kids and we haven't really had any of that and we had that seven. this episode i told you that we weren't gonna talk about laser maze anymore <laughs> hey i didn't say the name could be talking about any this episode <sighs> i just feel like it'll be more classic okay okay, I, okay. well i hope so yeah, because Laser Maze is not classic. Laser I Maze damn sure like... hope so. <laughs> Laser Maze was like classic if you're referring to the classic being like Tale of Jake the Snake. <laughs> yeah. If your idea of classic ep episodes is all dog shit, then this one fits <laughs> right in. <laughs> well, let's see what this thing has on the Internet Movie Database. Oh, no. Brandon, it's got a 3.3 out of 10. Ooh. Which means it either is garbage or it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, so that doesn't tell us much. Let's see. Let me look through these characters real quick. Sarah Edmondson. Come on. Let me scroll down to 2000. <gasps> it's Gina or Gina from the tale of Bigfoot Ridge. Oh, cool. She's back. She's better than ever. I love saying that. That's probably my favorite thing to say. It's it's my favorite of your catchphrases. <laughs> oh my god. We're fucking done. Never again with Laser Maze. We're done. Nope. Wash my hands of it. <sighs> god, I can't wait to just go to bed. Forget all this Laser Maze nonsense ever happened. That would be super. 
God. Can't believe he said that. Right at the camera. Right I to know, us. That's so funny. I'm so glad it happened. Best part of the episode. 10 out of 10. Oh my God. Brandon, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I got to go to bed. <laughs> I got six right. hours of sleep. I'm fucking out of here. I'm out. That's not enough. I need more. I need more. You need at least six more hours. All right. I'm out of here. I'll talk to you next week. Tell the May faces. Bye, everybody. Yeah. I'll be here. Bye. Cloning Betatron's love, what's it look like?